Welcome to the ninth episode of 30 Minutes with Mark. I'm your host, Mark Ngotunye. It's a very good Saturday on my side. You're mostly flying a joto, you are kali, but everything is going on well and nice. And I just find it kwamba to be fair, if I release one episode Saturday night, not the ideal time, but anyways, who is watching? So, agenda today. Several things. And the first one being uh Wasafi Media and Diamond Platinum. There was an argument that was made kwamba without Diamond Platinum actually Wasafi Media cannot survive because he is the bread and butter of what they are doing. And I can't agree less actually. <laughs> Maybe two months he has been in the agenda. He ni kwa kitu ambacho sikuwa nakitarajia sana um, na sikuwa na what is the point of actually uh, mentioning him uh, this was during Nadia Nakai's interview uh, she was in Tanzania this past week I think she performed at Elements on Wednesday if I'm not mistaken or Thursday she had a show there so as part of the manifesto she had to go through a media house, do an interview and all that. So she went to Wasafi Media, Wasafi Radio. And um, they asked her if she was considering dating Diamond Platinum. Mind you, mind you, Nadia is dating AKA now. I don't think if it has been a month, but it is out there. So there is this inert need of making diamond platinums the center of every conversation even from unverified sources and it has been something that is a continuation of this thing you'll hear some rumors not verified stories diamond platinums this diamond platinums that diamond platinums this and i'm like maybe these are the perks of owning a media house that we your employees are just going to talk about you so there is the need to see things through there yeah trying to be creative of course we know you can't talk about Tanzania without talking about diamond platinums but it really shouldn't be an everyday agenda right you don't talk about it every time every opportunity you get you just mentioned diamond platinum that sometimes is lazy but who gives i'm not being paid by by wasafi anyway so here goes on the second agenda today uh formula 1 is in australia this weekend and by the time i'm talking to you about this we have seen qualifying and charles leclerc is going to or has won his pole position so he's going to start first tomorrow ahead of Erika but he's closely followed by Max Verstappen and Checo Perez so two Red Bull drivers and one Ferrari his fellow driver Carlos Sainz I think he's on P9 if I'm not mistaken and 
Hamilton and George Russell are on five and six this time around. So not a very bad position for them. Going to be definitely a nice race tomorrow in Albert Park, that is in Australia. So looking forward to that. But the battle between Max and just beginning and as we saw in Saudi Arabia it is something to really really watch very closely these are rivals from way back way way back so it's going to be a beauty to watch these two going about each other and maybe seeing Lewis trying to come from slightly back not really really that much back but slightly back to assert his position again back into the top positions in our Formula One. This is the third race of the season. So still very, very early in the game. But we are seeing some slightly improvement here and there. And Ferrari is looking like the strongest car in the grid now. But also another very, very good news is Sebastian Vettel has been back after missing the first two races due to COVID. Now he is going to race in Australia, even though he had some difficulties with his car. I think the Aston Martins are not really there yet with their car this year around. So it's good to have him back. But position-wise, we cannot really expect that much from him given the position that he's going to be starting at uh, in the tomorrow race. So that is on the Formula One side of things. Uh, things are looking nice and good. And so from that, I want to talk about another subject that is very, very close to me. Yeah. And this is going to be music. I listen to a lot of music. Yeah. That is evident. Uh, I remember last year around November or September, September, November, we were talking about how Amapiano was taking over radio waves everywhere, right? Yani, uliko ufani kitu, uliko uski nyimbo bila kusiki Amapiano. And it became that um, maybe Amapiano is going to take over uh, Bongo Flavor and there was that skepticism lakini watu ambao wanalifam game for a very long time wakasema tukomba this is a phase it's going to fade and look what has happened it's April 2022 and you can tell that the Amapiano craze has slightly gone down if not silent kabisa but the crazy things, right? The thing that is showing off or that the thing that has come out of this, at least in markets like Nigeria now, is the log drums in Amapiano. Those are the drums that make this sound what it is. So Nigerian producers have been able to take that small part and they're infusing it into Afrobeats records, creating a very unique sound. And it's not just Nigerian producers now. 
even though they are the ones who are doing this i'm gonna call it the work of putting this particular small part of what was ama piano into their compositions but i haven't seen that being done here in tz i haven't seen that i haven't seen that in any other place except except with this one guy that i've been listening to on repeat and this is yusufa yusufa is from congo his latest track which is coming from his album is called ama piano in ama piano yusufa is just doing this thing for less than three minutes first the song is less than three minutes there are two versions of the song so it's three minutes the first one and the other one is four minutes so the first one is called ama piano the other one is called ama piano rhythm so ama piano rhythm is just a longer version of ama piano track from the first time that i watched it very unique like the infusion of the instrumentation in the track so that is the production part was just so beautiful like you could hear harmony in the song the song just feels right you just hear it very right it just hits you beautifully he did this video right and he took it to south africa and the video they are very nice dance moves definitely and scene that keeps coming on to me or come, keeps coming into my mind is the scene where yusufa has parked a very nice rolls royce outside a house that is just a very normal house seeing the combination of that rolls royce and that background so out of place but yet so beautiful you know things are not like it's not like in its place it's not in its element but somehow it fits you know you you expect to see a rolls royce in this like nice um nicely designed house all that but just giving you this in a very suburban place and it's a blue metallic very nice and that formed this very nice combination of a masterpiece in front of an environment that just looks beautiful so the song sounds beautiful the video impeccable very very nice so there's been a track or one track that have been playing on repeat for quite some time now yeah and i'll urge you if you're the listener of this particular podcast please 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 do check it out uh let me know what you think about that it's yusufa ama piano yusufa ama piano radio one in the same song one is longer than the other so the beginning of this week uh saw the ending of the famous picky blinders after six seasons six season having six episodes it ended on a monday and um, beautiful ending yet an open one out six seasons uh, and a loss of polygray 
this whole thing comes to an end still retaining the characters retaining the beauty showing the emotions and as beautiful as ever in its element you know i uh, in the beginning of the week i just pulled uh, something and asked people to say what was their most memorable um or episode or moment in this particular picky blinders and i got it from sushi to sushi who said he definitely preferred alfie solomons as one of his best villains in the story in the 6th season alfie is playing the opera he's following this story of an opera and he reiterated that to Toby Shelby combination is just an amazing one a Jew mm. and a gypsy actually it's quite something it's quite a combination so definitely check out picky blinders let me know what you think about the ending i thought there is still many possibilities out of that anything can go any side because Tommy is not dead Tommy is an ambitious man but he looked like he was walking away from whatever was present in his previous life to go and start a new life so it was the end of Peaky Blind after 6 seasons I want to talk a little bit about Manchester United but man team has been in the pits i mean nothing seems to make sense in that place but those are the affairs of footballers and fans some say we just really have to revamp the whole team kutoka mwanzo paka mwisho fumua fumua kila kitu nizikata tapaka uwanja toa toa Yeah but things are ugly at Manchester United at Old Trafford the theater of dreams Harry Maguire the guy who is costing the team every day I mean what do you do with such a character what does one do things are just not bad yep Manchester United I hope something happens but every time I hope something happens I remember there is this clip that um, the only thing that is going to hurt Manchester United fans is for them to have hopes that they are going to win they really don't have they don't really need to hope they are going to win because they never will and uh, that clip <laughs> has remained evident over time and is continuing to be evident that you really don't need to have faith in Manchester United that it's gonna win utapoteza mdao wako hai saidi 
cabeça. So over the last two episodes, yeah, I got a chance to talk to Kemi and I'm going to ask you to look at that one. We had a very long conversation about structural engineering, material engineering. We tried to define some disciplines in engineering as well. And women in STEM. All these conversations, kindness. Kemi is very high on kindness. So do check that episode out. It's episode 7 and 8 been broken in two parts so two episodes before this one you're going to get all that that's about it in there uh, but as well we discussed the grammys and specifically the big winner black coffee winning in the electronic dance music category which is huge and big news That was a very special Grammys episode that came out on Monday and if you haven't listened to that one just check it it's the Grammys episode so if you open into the podcast wherever you're getting it you'll see a Grammy episode with black coffee in it and we try to dig deeper into understanding what really made um albums like Made in Lagos not making it right and Angelique Kijo's Mother Nature winning it but also the sound that we found very very interesting in Black Coffee subconsciously and I'm talking we because I had a chance to review this work with my brother MJ Wemoto son of Zimbabwe who is an amazing podcaster the host of Africa album review podcast check that one as well he talks about everything music in there everything african music so remaining on the subject of music yeah this week one of my favorite awards the ivos by apple released a list of nominees So the Ivos take place in UK and they award music and TV in the in the category of music. So they see music written for television, music from different artists, compositions and stuff and then they award that. So they also have a category for the best theme for a game actually in there. So they're very I might say very small in terms of like the amount of nomination and categories in awards but they are very very impactful they started it at around 1959 and uh this time over this years I think it's two or three years now they've been backed up by Apple so they are called Ivo's Apple and I found some very nice competition in there for example in the category of the songwriter of the year right you have Adele there you have Ed Sheeran there you have Dave you have Coldplay those are just four of the nominees but when you already look at that these are these are very diverse writers 
yet they have to compete but not only diverse they're also very very good in what they do like Adele's comeback was one of the biggest Dave is mad about writing a very good very very good strong writer right Ed Sheeran as well massive huge songs Coldplay huge sets crazy stuff so that was something that I looked up this week and found it very very interesting as well but there's also one category that made me fascinated about this particular award and that was the nomination of Salt right this there's this group called Salt and they had their album i think they, this was in the category of the album of the or album of the year if i'm not mistaken i think it's album of the year and their album 9 was nominated but do you know what is the funniest thing about that album actually you can't find it anywhere because it was only available for 90 days 90 days or 99 days and after that it was taken off everywhere so even if you go to their online store and trying to find that album 9 you're not going to find it it's not there but i had a chance to listen to it by the means of you know how we get music and this is something that fascinated that fascinated me even more about the group sold they really don't give interviews that's one we just know the producer is inflow and clear soul clear soul this is what a amazing 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 writer amazing singer and also she also was nominated for album mother which i'm also going to recommend it's quite a nice album it's really really nice but salt exists in this realm you know maybe three people are just known they don't give interviews they don't appear into the press they just do their stuff in the way that they do their stuff and their other works are equally equally amazing so check them out as well right so because they are they really really that good everything else happening not think I'm, i don't think i'm forgetting something uh, even though or oh, i also uploaded a new episode this week on tuesday um for ripping records that is another podcast that i do that is focused on music so i did this interview with holder sero an amazing 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 artist singer live performer from kenya and we were talking in depth about her two bodies of work one is told one is called kue another one is called isimu these albums are beautiful one is an ep quiz the album uh misim is an ep but when you listen to the music that is found inside there 
I can guarantee you it's going to move you in a different way. So I had an opportunity to talk to her in depth. We have more than an hour conversation about her thought process, you know, how she approached these bodies of work, the creation of them, how they came about, her songwriting process, and everything else that surrounds her creativity with regards to music. So it's an episode that I'm recommending highly that you listen to. It's very very beautifully made and I hope you can find value in it as well. So that brings me to the end of today's episode. Uh it has been like 26 minutes eh? at yeah, 26. Even though it's late, a little bit late, it's 4 minutes to 10. But um, I hope in the next maybe 30 minutes, this thing is going to be up. So, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. Leave a review um, in a platform that allows you to leave a review so that other people can also find the podcast. So that will be in the iTunes store. Give us some feedback and I'll definitely work on them submit your reviews and rate the podcast as well. So, till next time. It is me Mark and I am signing out wishing you a great weekend. Bye bye.